Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Project Top 10. I have not done one of these in a bit because I have been kind of busy, out of town, and a bunch of other weird random stuff, but I am back now and I am doing my first top 10 with someone who I don't interact with on a near daily basis, which is pretty cool. Um, I have some context for their top 10. So this is uh, my friend Gary, who I was introduced to by Nukio, their cousins, uh, by marriage. And I first met Gary a couple of years ago when we started playing fighting games online, mainly Street Fighter 4 and Street Fighter 5. And we've talked since then. I've gone out to visit him and his family, and he's a super cool guy. And we had a very interesting talk about his top 10 games of all time. And just because I completely forget to say it at the end, I'll say it right now. Our theme song is the song Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. You should check them out. They're dope chiptune band. And with that said, it's game time. Okay, so uh, this is we are here with my friend Gary. Uh, I met him through Nukio, who you may remember from. Oh man, I don't even remember what episode it was now. I think it was two uh, of this here podcast, Project Top Ten. Um, and I had been looking to get him on here for a while, and so here <laughs> here we are. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, yeah we um, it's been a while. I think it's been a couple of years since I last seen you too. It was, uh, yeah, that is true. I came down to see you. Yeah, was that two years ago? It might have been two, three years ago. Yeah, the only thing I remember years. is just us grabbing some hot chicken. You get the Nashville oh, hot man, chicken for the so first time. So. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> we, me and you were smart not to get the super hot one. Then. No, yeah, I can't handle <laughs> super hot, but regular hot, I definitely can. <laughs> yeah andrew he, he he paid for that one <laughs> yeah it's good to have appreciate you having me man definitely yeah no problem man okay so <clears throat> um oh man that's it really was three years ago i think yeah that was uh i mean you're nukio's cousin and we went down there to visit you and go to the fighting game tournament kit which mm-hmm. was I guess that's kind of how I met you was because we played Street Fighter 4 and then some Street Fighter 5 uh on PSN. Mhm, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, Andrew is um Andrew is uh, my cousin through my wife's side. Oh, okay. Uh he um obviously, you know, I met them when I married into the family and everything and one yeah, common yeah. thing we had was obviously gaming like he <clears throat> came over to the house saw that i had some systems just back then it was oh man we're talking about ooh, 15 16 17 years ago so <laughs> oh man <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i was me yeah i met him when he was way young oh um, nice. me and my wife yeah we got together when i was 16 and my wife was 15 at the time and you know you do the math later on i'm i think i'm uh like six years older than andrew so 
Yeah, that's the yeah, difference um... I am between my brother, I think. Yeah, so that's that's how it all started, man. Ever since then, from PlayStation Two to OG Xbox, uh, we linked up to play online a couple of times when online was just starting to come up. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's the yeah. only way we could communicate and game back then was through the shitty connections we had to work with with the OG <laughs> Xbox and the PS2, and then finally came PS3, where everybody just was able to connect better. You know? So yeah, yeah. And but the but what brought us to to um you know game i guess fighting game was fighting games were the one thing that we had in common really but uh we also played a lot of <clears throat> or we, uh, you know he didn't know but i was really interested into jrpgs as well yeah yeah the the funny thing is like you know me through fighting games that's how yeah, we yeah. um, you know but in this top 10 <clears throat> i'm gonna hit you with a surprise i'm actually gonna set the tone real quick by telling <laughs> okay. you that not a single fighting game is gonna make my top ten list. No way! I would have thought for sure Street Fighter Four. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, not a single fighting game, and then just to throw another one in there, not a single multiplayer game. Dang! I oh, excuse me. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean multiplayer. I mean some games have multiplayer, you know, uh, modes, but my but... top ten list was thought of not putting multiplayer in the equation like i have a separate list for multiplayer altogether but they would never make my top 10 of all time oh shit i'm trying to think (laughs) i I think that mine i don't think it had any games that i would consider for multiplayer i had sonic adventure 2 battle which has like the worst multiplayer mode ever (laughs) but (laughs) that was added in the whatever remake that was for gamecube it wasn't originally there i don't think wow yeah gamecube yeah man good times yeah yeah, I still got it in a box in my closet over there for like bringing it out with the 64, you know. I always feel crazy. I usually have my GameCube hooked up. I don't right now. I took it down when we did Extra Life, but I have a CRT on the opposite side of my room, and usually okay. I'll play Melee and stuff on it. But mm. yeah. So do you guys ever plan on coming back down again? Oh, for sure. I If I can actually get the time off, I would love to come down. Yeah, I think a reunion's in order, man, since Andrew moved down here. Yeah, for sure. Um, this is like, wow, you know. It's like, first of all, I didn't think he would ever come, so. <laughs> but, hey, he's here now. No, yeah, that's <laughs> that's super cool. It seems like it's working out well for him so far. Oh, yeah, you're more than welcome to. You know that. We got room here. Oh, definitely. I've, yeah, if I can get the time off, I'll come down for sure. Yeah, man, door's open, man. You and Jumbo, <laughs> if, he, uh, if he wants to come too, and Matt. Oh yeah. Uh, even though I've never met personally met Matt, like I knew him <laughs> through Street Fighter Four, so you know. Yeah, same thing. Fighting <laughs> games. Yeah, that's how we all met. That's wild. The run back is overdue. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> right. All right. So you want to kick it off, or yeah? Mean, so as usual, we will go down your list from ten to one. Uh, mm-hmm. so hit me with your number ten. What do you got? Okay, so before I hit number 10, do you yeah. mind if I throw in an honorable mention? Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Okay. Because it is multiplayer. Okay. But what makes this on the list wasn't the multiplayer, of, uh, I guess, the aspect of it, but it's, mm-hmm. that's the only way you could play the game. Uh, the game is called DayZ. Okay, I actually uh, remember talking to you about DayZ when I was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, DayZ is 
because you make the story like what it's however you decide the story is when you jump in you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. you can play the game entirely all by yourself because it's just one of those survival sandboxes that you just it's just however you want to play it you can be whoever you want at that time and every interaction you just don't know how it's going to go down like it's the first time i've ever played i actually built my pc because I heard of this game. Like, I'm like, okay, so wait a minute. You're telling me it's permadeath? All these things I've never experienced before in console <laughs> gaming, okay? It's like, I've never played anything like this in my life. And I'm sitting there like, okay. Because a friend of mine, that uh, he would, you know, put some videos up on his channel on YouTube, and he'd be like, yo, this happened, this happened, some Walking Dead type experiences. And I love Walking Dead, you know? Yeah. Like, I love Walking And I'm like, man, what? There's no way. Like, you that happened no way and then then i had to go experience it myself you know then two thousand dollars later you know in a span of a year (laughs) you know my wife is like what how much is this this gonna cost how much okay you're not done yet (laughs) (laughs) as far as building my pc and then but not daisy has one of those moments and that i've never gotten in gaming whatsoever just interactions with because it's not the the environment that that captivated me the most of the game is the interactions i don't know what the next dude is gonna do you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. it's that's crazy it's like okay cool i'm i'm <laughs> my nerves are up through the roof like oh is this dude gonna try to rob me or or should i kill him <laughs> you know because <laughs> he looks like i guess i'm hungry should i let him live or it's vice versa it's gonna run through you every time you run into somebody and i can say that it's happened everything that i've got tricked on or did myself was like whoa i've never had that <laughs> the game is shit like it's a shit game oh like, really you think so <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a it's a it's a it's but the experience is there i mean there's a lot of these survival games out here now like yeah definitely you know arc and um i think h1z1 before it was all before the whole battle royale craze went they started off of survival elements you know mm-hmm. so that's where i've been but it I want to say it originated from Daisy. I'm not, you know, I, I wouldn't yeah, quote that. I, but as far as I know, uh, Player Unknown started making a mo- mods for Daisy. Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. went to make PUBG that. off of that, and that that's wild. Um, did did mm-hmm. you do it mostly multiplayer? Or did you do it by yourself? In Daisy, I yeah. um, I started off. Well, you start off by yourself. The map is huge. You're talking about it. It would take me. 20 to 30 minutes to go from town to town and you still have to worry about eating you still have to worry about your stamina you know what i mean like mm-hmm. so there'd be days where i'd be by myself like because um, you know I'd, I'd like to be fully immersed i'm not going to go and check the server population or nothing just to see how many people's on at this time of night i i, I play as if like the population you know the server population is 100 something people in there and i can run into somebody at any time you know but it's just such a huge map that there'd be times that i go and you don't see anybody and then there'd be times where there'd be like 17 people right in front of you out of nowhere i'm like whoa whoa would you guys come get the next you know i'm getting robbed i'm getting stripped i'm getting force-fed human meat by cannibals like whoa <laughs> you know <laughs> i've never had that before man it's like you just the easy way out would have been killing me then i could just start back over but no they don't do that they make you huh. they make you suffer like they it's all role-playing it's yeah, just, I, I'm trying to think. I don't know that I've ever played a game where actual role play like that happens. I mean, I've seen it 
on mm-hmm. like servers in Final Fantasy 14 and stuff, but I've never actually right. done that kind of thing. Yeah, I man, if you you remember me, you know how I am. <laughs> yeah. Bro. For the most part, you didn't you would never think like somebody like me <laughs> you mentioned you playing fighting games, hype, whatever, you know, just yeah. sports games, whatever, would be really into something like this. My wife was even like what are you like a kid and like pretending <laughs> in the playground or something? You know, she's yeah. talking trash. I'm like, or I don't know if she mentioned it at something like that. Like she never thought I'd play or be interested in something like this. Like, dude, it's just there's an episode of Walking Dead. I can uh, have you ever seen Walk? You watch Walking Dead? Anybody? Uh, I don't that? watch it. My brother read the comics and I read oh, some of them as well. But yeah, yeah, there's scenes there where people just meet up and you just don't know what their intent is. Mm. Are they friendly people? They're just looking legitimately looking for help, or they're going to turn around and try to stab you for everything you have. It's just all based on the conversation, how that whole situation happens. You know what I mean? So I've spent hours with people helping them for them to turn around and suddenly try to kill me in that game. I'm like, damn. (laughs) <laughs> and then but still I'm, I'm currently playing that right now they just they it finally went into beta so yeah i was gonna say it wasn't there some huge update semi-recently mm-hmm. okay right yeah there's like a couple of days ago and the you know the, i was reading the subreddit all the details and everything so that's probably what i want to get into as soon as we get off this uh <laughs> as soon as we're done with this podcast because oh, nice. was in, in a raid or something oh, okay <laughs> but yeah yeah that's an honorable mention, but honorable man, I didn't mean to spend too much time on that one there. No, hey, you're cool. You're cool. <laughs> All right, so All what, right, do, what do you got for your number 10? Number 10 um, is a PS3 exclusive that came out. Um, it was made by Quantic Dream, one of my favorite developers. His name is David. Uh, it's a game called, I don't know, I'm just saying his name is David Cage, I think. Yeah, that is. Uh, yeah. Heavy Rain. Yep. A game oh, called okay. Heavy Rain. Huh. I I really liked Heavy Rain when I played it. I remember doing it with my roommates in college. <laughs> one of one of them had beaten it and let me borrow it and we kind of just sat around my TV and played it to completion, which is a pretty mm-hmm. cool experience. Yeah, it's the experience that really made it on the list for me. Um I'm really story driven. Yeah. Uh type of gamer like See, multi- that's why multiplayer games just won't make the list for me because that instant gratification of a match does not hold a memorable value to me. Like, I just I forgot about it the day later. Yeah, you know okay. I, I feel the same, usually. Yeah, exactly. So, no, there's a, there, I can't remember the last Street Fighter match I had, put it that way. Yeah. But I can remember certain scenes of every game that's on this list or, matter of fact, the whole entire game. <laughs> because of how it, you know what I mean? How it drew me in. Like, I'm very story driven. So, Heavy Rain was one of those that, uh, how do you do this? Is this kind of like a spoiler free type of top 10? Or uh, I mean, it's it's whatever you want to do. I guess if you are going to spoil it, we'll just say ahead of time spoilers for Heavy Rain. <laughs> it, it's kind of hard to talk about that yeah. one, I think, without spoiling some of what it is. Yeah, uh, that one's. Then yeah, number ten. I'm not too worried about it. I'll leave it spoiler free, but okay, it it's definitely one that it at you never knew. Even at the end, you're like, no, I would have never. No, that's not. That's <laughs> yeah, not how I, I definitely thought it was did not see that twist coming at all. <laughs> exactly. Um, so the twist messed me up. <laughs> so did you play through it multiple times to see like the different perspectives or different ways it could play out? Yes, I did. Um, 
by that time I was still okay so my daughter wasn't born that time so I had more time yeah yeah <laughs> I got you. Yeah, um so uh yeah I played I think I don't even think I platinumed it but I did play enough to where I could see almost maybe because I think there was like six endings but I did I made like maybe two or three of them okay and then uh and then later on like maybe you know long after the game was done i probably youtube the uh, the rest of the endings i'm like oh wow okay cool but stumbled about but yeah that's if it's got two or three playthroughs it was definitely good enough to make this list <laughs> yeah for sure um <laughs> have you played any of his other games like uh mm-hmm. the new one detroit absolutely i have detroit i also have the um uh, the one with Ellen Page. Oh yeah, Beyond whatever. Beyond Two Souls. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And Fahrenheit. Um, I actually oh, man. originally I've never played actually Fahrenheit. played Fahrenheit. I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Indigo Prophecy back then on PS2. Yeah, yeah. And Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played all of them. But oh, Heavy nice. Rain was the one that stood out the most to me. That's awesome. Yeah, I think Heavy Rain might be the only one of those that I've actually played. I've seen some of Indigo Prophecy, but other than that, mm-hmm. not really. Yeah, they all have the same, like, you can tell it's like, this was made by, you know, Quantic Dream. Like, yeah. like oh, okay, yeah, there's some little hints in there of, like, <laughs> suspense, which I love. So, yeah, I have all of them, yeah. Um, Fahrenheit I have on PC. I unfortunately sold the original copy I had on PS2 because I was trying to get the next game. You know, back in the day, we just go to the game store, trade it in, and see what you can, because if you were done with it, but... yeah. Um, I wish I still had that copy, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> then I'd have everything complete. But <clears throat> but yeah, Heavy Rain's on the list, man. It was definitely an experience that I never had before. Even though I played Fahrenheit, Heavy Rain was just something different, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, especially in terms of graphical fidelity. Like, I remember seeing those initial trailers and thinking, this <clears throat> is unreal. Like, I've never seen anything that looks like this before. Yeah, that's a fact. I mean, generally people would not put like quick time event games on a on a high horse, you know, I'm like a high list up there, man. Like yeah. QTE games, like just not really eh, I don't know, but man, Heavy Rain was <laughs> yeah, graphics, <laughs> as far as graphics, it had everything, mature rating for everything that you can think of. That was mm. like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> this is a movie, man. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So that's number 10. Okay. So what do we got for number nine here? <laughs> I don't think you would expect this either, but hey, whatever. I don't think anybody would. Any of my friends, family. Um, it's a game called Lunar Silver Star Story. Yo. Uh, oh, fuck, <laughs> man. So which version of it are you specifically talking about? The I first played it on the PlayStation 1, but uh they originally had it uh released for the sega saturn yeah so this this is wild the way i originally played that game was the game boy advance version (laughs) (laughs) whoa so i i still have it actually and i i actually love that game but uh really it's it's really weird It, it it's not quite exactly the same they had to obviously make cuts to get it on the game boy advance but yeah man i remember that game super well that's awesome yeah silver star story was um see every game has a memory behind it i remember it was uh when i just got my ps1 and um 
there was just a handful of games at the time that I could afford to get. It was like a Christmas thing, right? And mm. uh, of course, one of the games that that I would mention that I purchased is on this list as well. So I'm, I'm not gonna <laughs> skip that one. But yeah. Silver Star, Silver Star was my second one that I picked just because the cover looked pretty cool. I'm like, all right, man, I'm not really, you know, I don't know what this is gonna bring to me, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm gonna try it out. And the first time I played a JRPG that had voice cutscenes. Yeah. So I was like, oh, wow. I'm not, no, I'm not used to this. I'm not used to voice at all in any video game. And I'm, you know, I started playing games since Nintendo. I think my <laughs> group, Nintendo, was my beginning console. My first console was a Nintendo. So, you know, fast forward to PS1, Lunar was the first game that had, that had voice in it. I'm like, whoa, whoa, okay, never mind. On top of that, you have voice cutscenes? I've never seen that before. And I was, a, <laughs> and then I love anime. So you, you know, bunch all that together brought out luna silver star story man I, yeah I, I remember that anime intro actually <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah i played um one day i was driving down the street and just busted out youtube yeah i shouldn't have been driving with youtube on right but <laughs> i started just playing the that song uh the menu song like the song the intro song yeah. i was like wow <laughs> that song was so cool yeah that's great i, I mean you know thought about that game in forever yeah, it was, it was, yeah, I, I beat it. Like, I think I ran through it. Like, they had a re release on uh, PSP mm. and the PSP Go. And I, st- I started playing it again on there. But it's a different developer, though. We're not a developer or publisher, one of the two, but it, I think Xseed made. Uh, oh, yeah. They, it. I, that makes <clears throat> sense. They, they redid a lot of those and they localized mm-hmm. a lot of weird Japanese stuff now. But yeah <laughs> so i got it but I, it just wasn't the same man i had to whip i still have my original copy that's one of the games that i still have i showed andrew the other day i was like dude you have you ever played this and he's like oh i've heard of it i was like oh you have no idea <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome. he would probably actually really like lunar no oh, lunar was yeah i never i never played the second one though i Eternal don't Blue. know that i've ever seen the second one um actually now that i think of it maybe that was the gba one Mm. I'll, have to, I'll have to look after this. I have it in the other. Yeah, room you have a copy of it. Have to look at it. <laughs> yeah, let me know what that is. That's pretty cool. Yeah, because I, I think it's the first one, but it might be the second one now that I think about it. Mm. But yeah, if you, if mm. you get a chance, I Nukio would probably love to play that with you, or like have you watch him play through it because he yeah, definitely have likes JRPGs like that. Oh yeah, he does. His, yeah. You should see his uh, his his game stack that he built over in his room next right next to me he went out and bought this big big thing to put all his games and um all his you know figurines and play art stuff but yeah and yeah it's pretty cool man lunar was that's number nine man (laughs) okay yeah i i guess i wouldn't have guessed that but i also haven't thought about that in a long time so <laughs> yeah, I'm a little older, man. And hey, that, you know, that's so... cool. I... <laughs> yeah. So number eight. Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of a given because a lot of these games are gonna be like, you know, uh, first of somethings. Yeah. And that's gonna be uh, number eight. Is it's a Nintendo game, sixty-four game. No. Uh, yeah, Nintendo 64, Ocarina of Time. Oh, hell yeah. See, <laughs> I'm right there. This was, this was the game that I think pulled me all the way into video games. Uh, yes. 
then you already know, you already understand how impactful that game was. Oh, hell yeah, man. That that game changed my life. Like, I, I remember playing that. Yeah, I, I played that at all my friends' houses when I didn't have an N64. And then when I finally got it, it consumed my life. Yeah, I agree. Um, the first time I played it, um, give you the story behind it. And my little cousin, you may have met him before, Austin. Uh, he goes by the name Shark. Uh, he plays with Andrew and my cousin Philip and everything. But uh, we both had 64s, but he was the one who bought it first. Like I yeah. bought, go figure, Killer Instinct Gold, oh, and <laughs> and he bought <laughs> he bought the uh, instead I bought that so he can get Zelda. So we you know trade games back and forth and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And uh, he beat it. He's like, yeah, hey, you got to play it, you know. And then when I first played it, just everything from riding epona for the first time and memorizing the ocarina you know tunes and i like there's still to this day i probably should i could probably hit the hit the notes bust out a 64 controller and remember what button to push for you know to switch to call epona to come pick us up you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah it's really weird i i've had conversations with so many people about ocarina of time uh, my friend Rob's wife actually has Zelda's lullaby tattooed on her back, like wow. with this C notes and everything. And it's just mm -hmm. that game impacted so many people. Mm -hmm. And it was, especially at that time, it was just completely different and changed the way 3D action adventure games were going forward. Absolutely. See, yeah. number eight was kind of a toss up between ocarina time so you see like if i picked a, a number like this case it was ocarina time it was the mm. best of that so it was between that link to the past and super nes oh yeah or or obviously majora's masks mm. but any like anything of other zelda games like breath of the wild no nah, they don't make this list compared to ocarina of time like it was just that good <laughs> yeah i think it still holds up pretty well mm-hmm which is awesome, I think, especially for an N64 game. Right. Oh yeah, I would. I would. Yeah, I would play it again, definitely. I bought my wife um, a GameCube, and I don't know why I thought she would like it. I just randomly bought her a Nintendo GameCube one year. Yeah. She could tell you. I just bought it, brought it because I, I wanted to play it. Yeah. But I, I was like, hey. It's cool. And then the first game that came with it was Zelda Wind Waker. Uh, there was an Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask double disc that, that they sold back in the day at GameCube, right? So yeah, they had yeah. Both games was on there. Called Master Quest or something. But yeah, that's. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got her that and uh, a couple other games. And she only played um, Wind Waker. So she never got to. I don't even know where that copy is. I'm kind of pissed. I don't know where that copy of the. <laughs> the um, ocarina time gamecube version is so but that was the last time i played it so which you know if i was talking about this makes me want to go play these games man. yeah i uh the last time i played it i think was when they re-released it on the 3ds mm -hmm. which that's actually a really good version because they changed some of the stuff it's a lot easier to equip things from the menu and stuff like that but oh wow uh, even even the original i think you could still go back and actually enjoy Hmm. I see. Oh wait, Andrew has a 3ds. I may be able to go over there and borrow it from him. He does. He might. I don't know if he has. 
Ocarina of Time 3D. But you'll have to you'll have to ask him. Oh, what's wrong with him? You should know. <laughs> that should be in everybody's inventory. You know? Yeah, man. <laughs> Absolutely. So, but yeah, that's my number eight, man. All right. So number seven, what do we got here? <clears throat> okay, number seven. And number six, kind of, I threw it back and forth, which would land higher in a ranking system, but I'm going to go ahead and shoot for it. This is a game that uh, was my first game on PSP, Sony Mm. PSP. Um, I really got into this one, man. Um, It it gave me that feel for, uh, it's a prequel. Um, It's called Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Crisis Core. And I really enjoyed this game. And it's just one of those that, like, I don't know, just being able to play Final Fantasy on a portable at first <laughs> was really cool to me. Um, being able to just play as Zack, because I was a fan of Zack, the main character. Um, a really big fan. Like, I'm, I'm not a Cloud fan, man. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not... all the way there. <laughs> 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 right like i'm not a cloud fan man it's like nah so and to hear that he was you know the if, you know if you're familiar you're obviously familiar with the final fantasy 7 stories like yeah. you know who zach was it's like mm-hmm. there you go this was the this was the alpha <laughs> <you know? laughs> so if he was the alpha why wouldn't i like him more than i like clouds so. yeah and um just to see like the beginning of it all uh what started it all between um what actually made final fantasy you know seven was the backstory behind it sephiroth's backstory and um me and andrew talked about this other day and of course we enjoy anime and cosplaying and everything just seeing genesis and um all these extra characters that look cool just straight up look cool yeah um and just finally getting to know more about zach's story was like all right cool you know like i that's that's gonna make the list i played it like I was on, I was on my um my honeymoon actually um me and my wife got married yeah I know right me and my wife got married and one of my presents was a PSP I was like all right cool I need to find something to play because we're not gonna be on the strip all day in, in Las Vegas because we went to Las Vegas so mm-hmm. we come back to the hotel so give me something to play on the plane and stuff and Crisis Core was my game of choice huh. so obviously play that on a plane. And finished it before we made it back because I was out there for two weeks. And oh man, you know, I'm not gonna be. Yeah, yeah, I know. And we finished it before I got back. And then, of course, I called up everybody, my cousins. Yo, y'all played this game yet, man? <laughs> we don't have a PSP. You know, we can't afford a PSP or whatever. Okay, just borrow mine, play it. I really enjoyed it, man. I really yeah, did. I I didn't have a PSP. My brother got one, but I mm-hmm. stole it to play Nukio's copy of Crisis Core. <laughs> <laughs> yeah me and uh me and andrew aka nukio if 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 the viewing audience don't know who nukio and andrew is it's the same person yeah (laughs) it's my cousin i just not used to calling him nukio you guys know him longer than i have so no yeah i it always i don't know why it's still so strange to me even though his name actually is andrew whenever jumbo (laughs) says that i'm like who are you talking about and it takes me a second before it clicks in my head that just shows you how close you guys are. Yeah, you know, definitely. Yeah, the with Crisis Core. Um, of course, you know, I, it's funny. I talked to Andrew about this when we got it. Like, we would always communicate 
because we knew we loved JRPGs. Like I knew he loved that. And we actually have some of the same like likings in every JRPG. It's weird. Like I feel yeah. like I'm talking to a, another version of me. <laughs> but <laughs> when we talk, when we talk, you know, uh, RPGs and JRPGs and stuff, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh that's number seven for me, man. The cutscenes, just to sum it up real quick. Cutscenes, character. I was like I said, I was already a fan of Zach, and then playing it on a PSP, like my first RPG on a PSP, and it was Final Fantasy. That was enough to make the list for me. Yeah, I I did like that game. The roulette stuff I thought was kind of weird, but overall I I did really like Crisis Core. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I skipped the roulette. That was yeah, I'm with you on that too. <laughs> so, so you said the next one on your list, you went back and forth with Crisis Core. Yeah, number six, and this all goes back to being really story driven. You know, um, if the story is good enough in the first ten minutes to keep me captivated the whole entire time to where I just don't stop playing. Mm-hmm. You know, Crisis Core, I had to stop because uh, it's you know it's rpg so there's grinding moments so there's some parts where there is no story right yeah but when there's a game that just locks you in from beginning to end that's what i'm all about like that's a surprise to some people it's like nah gary you you know you whoop ass on street fighter and dragon ball and all this stuff like that <laughs> you know it's like they would never think that i'd be into stuff like this but yeah that's the truth man and uh number six is a game called firewatch interesting okay um, i'm really i so this is i bought firewatch and then i never played it mm, so i mm, have you're it doing a disservice. I, I still wanted to play it and i, I still do um mm-hmm. i man i love campo santo they mm-hmm. there's like uh chris remo and he worked for the video game website idle thumbs and mm-hmm. stuff they oh man so mm-hmm. you really like firewatch huh I love fire. It's number six, man. It's enough yeah, to beat yeah. out so there you go. Ocarina of Time. So huh. think about this. It's enough to beat out Ocarina of Time, which to me is monumental. Okay. Yeah, for, like, for yeah, sure. like it's, yeah. it's up there. Ocarina of Time is up there with everybody's list. Like they really know. And Firewatch to me was better to me. I wouldn't say better, but I rank it higher than Ocarina of Time. Oh, That's man. definitely I'm going to have to play it now. I still have it installed on my PS4. Every time I'm going through to delete things, <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to leave that. I'm definitely going to play it. <laughs> yeah, so I, I won't say too much about it, but other than what I've already told you, story driven, um, that's just me. You know, of course, the next guy is not going to get that. Yeah. See, the thing about. OK, so I, can I give you something without spoiling it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Firewatch. What really got me to put it on such a high ranking is you go through the story, you go through the game and you just realize at the end what you just went through was your perspective. But what really happened (laughs) was not what you really thought happened. I'm like, Uh wait a minute. That's one of those type of games. Like, okay, you may have thought you, this was going on with your perspective. Right. But everybody around you in the game is telling a different story. Hmm. Yes. That was like, whoa. Like it was actually confirmed by Campo Santos that, uh, that they said, well, not confirmed, but they, they hinted like, yeah, yeah, we got you. <laughs> we got you there. And I'm like, wow. So I'm hoping in the Valley of the Gods, which is the next one to develop in, mm. is going to be 
just as good as that because I'm yeah, just, that, now I'm that looks really cool. It's in like Egypt, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. in Egypt, and it's by by Campo Santo. I'm, I'm not even yeah. worried. Like it can, it can be in like <laughs> it can be in like you know Burma or something. It's gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the things I think is cool, especially about Firewatch, is that story-driven adventure games like that they kind of mm -hmm. went away for a little bit but now they are totally back and i agree it's awesome that they can come out and sell super well like at firewatch sold very well for them mm -hmm. yeah i mean it sold very well and however much they sold can't be wrong dude it was and it's like i think on steam they have like a overwhelming positive reviews and that's also hard to get to so yeah for sure yeah, yeah, Firewatch is crazy, man. I, yeah, you gotta uh, play it. Oh man, and you gotta <laughs> when you done get done playing it, please call me or text I, me. Okay. Like, Yo, what you think? Okay, then I'm gonna send you something. And be like, okay, now look at it from this perspective. <laughs> and be like, what? And man, the art style is so awesome. It just, oh, it looks so cool. I got it. Yo, that's it, a beautiful man. game. It's a simple game. Sometimes simplicity is the best way to go, man. It's a simple plane, not many too many controls. It's just simple. Yeah. Yeah, they focus more on the actual story, which I'm like, whoa. It's funny because like one day I bought it on Steam because somebody else had recommended it without saying too much. He had said the same thing. Dude, I'm not going to tell you too much. <laughs> you just got to play it. It's only $7. It's on sale on Steam right now. And PlayStation just gave it to you for free two months ago that you just missed out on. So yeah. I just played this recently. Mm. And I'm like, all right, cool, man. You know, I just built a PC and and it was like, 11 p.m. And I was like, all right, I'm going to fire it up. Cool. I played it all the way through the whole eight, ten hours. <laughs> oh, through, man. My daughter's getting up ready and stuff like that. I'm like, cool, just watch TV. I'm going to finish this game. And then I went to sleep after I finished it. I could not stop, dude. That's one of them. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, man. Good. Re uh, highly recommend it. <laughs> yeah i I, su I super need to try it now especially after hearing you say how much you like it yeah yeah i mean you know like, like i said your your judgment may differ but that's everybody you know no i mean so. that's that's the kind of shit that i am way into story driven games like that mm -hmm. i i think it's right up my alley i just at the time that when it came out i bought it on launch day i think and i just mm -hmm. something else came out around that same time and i prioritized that and just never went back so Right, that's the story of every gamer. Something else yeah. comes out. Or, oh, my gosh. There's games that's... You can ask Andrew, Nukio. There's games that I have that's still in the rap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, the, the entire Final Fantasy thirteen trilogy is still in the rap in my box right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, yes, please play Firewatch. Uh, you will... I mean, if you, if you hate it, sorry. But if you like it, Oh, no, cool. I'm sure. I'm sure I'll <laughs> like it a lot. <laughs> yeah but yeah um yeah for me to put it above ocarina time that should tell you something no yeah i that that says a lot i think mm -hmm. all right all right so mo moving up it's number five right now yeah we are halfway there is all this right, an intermission do we have an intermission anything in between <laughs> manny are you good i mean I i'm good <laughs> if if you need an intermission we can take one no, no, I'm good, man. I got my right. water right here. The kids are ready to sleep, and Andrew's in a raid. And <laughs> we're, I'm good, man. I'm good. All right, okay, well, so let's, let's, five. Keep, let's keep tracking. Yes. And let me mention this, too, with number mm -hmm. five. It, it's hard to pick a game out of something when it's 
when there's multiple games that tell the same story or continuation of a story. Yeah. Um, you may have seen it kind of like like I just talked about Final Fantasy 13 and mm. 13 2 and Lightning Returns. Essentially, it's the same, you know, it's start to beginning, but consisted of three games to yeah. tell the story. Yeah, you know, this is kind of like that. Exactly. This is kind of like that where the first game kind of told a little bit of it. The second game was a big impact. And then the last game was what sealed the deal. So it, it was hard for me to pick a game, but. I'm going to say it was the story, obviously, all put together. But, but you know, we're we're here with game time with Manny. You got to pick a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, there's a game called um, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Okay. Now, that was the PSP one, right? PSP, then ps3 yeah, well, then PS3, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah remastered and what got me on this one here was not only that uh, a metal gear game on psp mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously um a kojima uh directed metal gear game the other one portable ops was it was good but it wasn't like you know kojima didn't have his hands on it too crazy so it was like ah, it's not how it's supposed to be and it wasn't canon yeah well according to them it wasn't <laughs> but <laughs> but uh most people would say something different i don't know i played it but i was like it just doesn't feel the same and peace walker brought it back now hmm. that whole story and this is one i am gonna spoil though <clears throat> yeah the, the the whole plot is wild of all that stuff it is now this <laughs> yeah it is the, the game see and i'm gonna continue saying this it's not the gameplay that really keeps me going on games it's the story mm-hmm. like it can have this like I just told you like in the beginning, the honorable mention Daisy, it's a shit game. Like it's it sucks. Like it's not really what you would pay $35 for and expect. I mean, I understand it's early access, aka and beta now, but this was a game that, you know, it's on PSP, so you're not expecting the best game mechanics out there. You know what I mean? So the only way that it can keep you going is it's through the story, through the story. Oh, yeah and man and, those stories are something <laughs> <laughs> yeah metal gear stories are yeah i'm not even gonna try to defend them too crazy it's <laughs> it, it's ridiculous but they do stress a lot on character development oh for, for sure yeah and one of the characters on there that actually i wouldn't say they brought tears to my eyes but it made me feel what they were going through and they would do it it wasn't even done in the in the game like it wasn't part of the gameplay it was actually done through you know how some games have like side stories that you would like metal gear had this thing where you would have to listen to cassette tapes to kind of mm-hmm. hear about like the story yeah and metal gear solid peace walker ground zeros and phantom pain had all these cassette tapes that you would listen to to kind of know where to go next mm-hmm. but also tell you a story and that is the, I want to say was one of the most, actually, you know what, out of this list was the best character developing I've ever had to listen to. Like, it's like, wow, like uh, I put myself, you know, it, it, it forces you to use your imagination. So it's yeah. like through tapes, like you didn't see it visually. <laughs> nah, you know, you, you had to hear it and like, oh man, I can feel like, I, there's been days where I'd hop on the game and just listen to the tapes. Hmm. Like like now, even now, like I'm about to go to the gym after I get off this podcast, right? Yeah. And one of the, one of the things I listen to when I'm doing my um, 
my cardio is Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker tapes, like these, they call them past diary tapes. So it's diary tapes that they would go through. And of course, there's plot twists. You don't know none of this happened in, like in game until you into like oh wow this person did this wait a minute she wasn't you know what i mean that's so that, that's what i was gonna ask so it's the tapes of pause yep the oh, past fuck, tape, the pause tapes <laughs> right yeah <laughs> am i right like and then when ground zeros came in with the with with those tapes with the whole rape scene and all the rape yeah, and like, then there was the part in metal gear solid five oh boy right those <laughs> tapes had me so like oh my god yo like no way you know what i mean like i've run through the game and do a mission save somebody no big deal it's just instant gratification but i'm going through and listen to a tape and just to hear the you can feel it like you can feel the emotion like from pause yeah like, that... i've never like so i'm glad okay so you've played it uh, I I have heard those tapes and through okay. some context in the other games, I know what happened. Uh, mm-hmm. That that stuff's super fucked up. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. Like it's it's the little things in a game that makes me go. That obviously that made the list because of those tapes. Those tapes alone could tell. It, you can put that in a in a movie and a. And a, you know what I'm saying? The yeah, audio, yeah. like, like, yo, this is what's going on with this bitch. You know what I mean? Like, yo. And then, like, because I was talking to my wife the other day, and like, one thing, she doesn't play games, mm-hmm. but she would sit there and watch me play this game called Arkham. This game didn't make the list, but it's called Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. I love uh, Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Okay, so you know those the uh, prisoner interviews that they would do? Oh, those are so awesome. I I love those too. Yeah. Right. She would sit there <laughs> and like like legit be scared of you know killer croc listening to his interviews with the uh with the doctors yeah in that game like because they did such a good job of painting what kind of evil person that was because you got to think this is an asylum they're in there because they're crazy not just because there's you know mutants or whatever it's mm-hmm. because these motherfucker killed like 100 people victor's ass <laughs> <laughs> you know has a scar for every person he He's killed, killed just, yep that's that's crazy to me like it's not about how he looks it's what he did you know what i mean like mm-hmm. she was that's what that's that's the point i'm trying to make with number five with peace walkers these tapes paints a picture to where it's like oh man it's not even about the game it's the story you know that's all yeah and i i'm there i'm right there with you man i story is very important uh very Man, that, that Metal Gear universe just as a whole, he built so much out there. Mm-hmm. And there's so much time in history. Like, it's what is it, the 60s all the way to modern day, basically? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And that, that's Not wild. Not including he, Revengeance. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> and he, he just he kept going. Like, he just kept making more of it. And I, mm. I personally never got tired of it. I... I didn't play a lot of those PSP ones, but I had heard the tapes, but I played one, two, three, four, and five. And I, yeah, I, Me- Metal Gear is solid, man. Mm-hmm. Metal Gear is solid. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> it might yeah, then, uh... it might go a little off the rails in four, I think, with all the nano machines and cyborgs and stuff, but it still works for me. I love that kind of shit, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those cutscenes were 
Oh my god, they were long. Man, vamp fighting Raiden on the Metal Gear. Or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. See, that's uh, just to take away the uh, the unrealism of that and bring it back to like exactly what I was telling you about with Peace Walker's stories and tapes. To make it more real, there that made it more real for me than any other metal gear game honestly just those tapes alone was like oh <laughs> but and that's what i think is weird about it is they have all that otherworldly stuff people have magical powers like the mm. dude can control bees or someone's a <laughs> cyborg ninja but in mm-hmm. the end it is about the repercussions of war and what exactly what that does to people and how it affects society and i think that's what he was really shooting for like what nuclear armament actually does to society and things like that it's just it's it's weird to see something that's so anime actually shoot for that and kind of succeed in a lot of ways like especially with those pause tapes like that that stuff was just awful and you really you really do feel that Mm -hmm. absolutely you're right it's overall it took about five games for one message (laughs) yeah pretty much (laughs) and Nobody got the message, unfortunately. You know? Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't, you can't think of a message with the with perfect ten games like those, man. It's like, yeah. nah, it's all. But yeah, that's uh. So yeah, Peace Walker, Ground Zeroes, Phantom Pain, that whole story there, but the game that actually, but specifically Peace Walker to. for you, yeah. Peace Walker, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. All right. So moving on, <laughs> what do we got for number four? All right, number four. <clears throat> so you kind of oh, let me ask you, Manny. Yeah. You kind of get a feel for my game so far, right? Yeah. You kind of have a good idea. So at this, from five, uh, four to one, it should be like okay. I I see why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I, I story. You seem to be <laughs> on the same page as me in a lot of ways. I Relatable, I value yeah. story over gameplay more often than I should probably. <laughs> Because I have, <laughs> I've played some rough games just to see how the story turns out. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, absolutely. So number four for me, I'm a I'm gonna bring it back. I was um I was in high school and one of those and we all go through it, man. It's just one rough time. And yeah, I can't remember what we were going through. It's funny how video games is kind of like your release, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and people think I'm weird. Like a lot of people just like my my brother in law and like even my wife and some things that they just don't understand the impact of video games like okay man you go to watch your soap operas and all that stuff that's your release but video games that's our release too so people don't, don't really understand that no, in, it's in high school, different was, for everyone for sure absolutely and in, in high school i was going through something i can't remember that's a good thing i can't remember too <laughs> yeah. but this game like after uh, i think i was sick and uh, mix that on top of whatever emotions I was going through at the time. This is, I was a freshman. It tells you how old I was when this yeah. game came out. <laughs> but um, I, um, my mom just, uh, she surprised me one day with the PlayStation 2. Oh, shit. That's a, that's a good and, surprise. <laughs> man, trust me. I busted my ass for this one, though. I, yeah. I busted my ass for this one, though. But um, my her... And my my stepdad uh, went to the mall. Back then, it was a store called Babbage's before it was EB Games, mm-hmm. okay? And now it's GameStop, as you know it now. Um, yeah. So they came home and said, hey, surprise. And here's a you know, fat PS2 system. 
cool with your memory card and there's this game and this is a game i wanted anyways and that was final fantasy 10 okay yep <laughs> final fantasy 10 and i you you already know man like this game right here so imagine me playing a game like that already going through the emotions that i was already going through at that time you know what i mean like i can just say it was kind of not really depression but in that you know say in that category mm-hmm. so to to play as Titus and for you have voiceover now yeah and fully, you, almost you start, i think yeah full full voiceover you have music and then you have have you played final fantasy 10 i have <laughs> so i have a problem with final fantasy games where i don't actually ever beat them i do <laughs> almost everything and then get right before the final boss where i could easily destroy them and i just don't finish it uh hmm. I actually i had a youtube series where i was playing through final fantasy 10 to try to finish it and i fell off that a little bit but yeah man i, did that, I did that with 9 10 uh I, 7 is like one of the weird ones i'd be yeah 8 9 10 yeah six four three like (laughs) all of them basically (laughs) i just stopped right before the end and it's really weird but i yeah i know i know everything it is by choice it's not even that i really get sick of them because i love jrpgs like that it's Mm -hmm. nine i think was more by choice because i just didn't want that to end i've actually played all the way through that one up until the end like five times i think got you uh but got you. 10 I, have, I played almost all the way through once when i first got a ps2 and then uh-huh. when i was playing through it for that youtube series that i just kind of stopped for some reason i got i only got up to the lightning planes i think mm-hmm. so that was mm-hmm. recently on the ps3 re-release but yeah I, 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 I don't know so I, I know the whole the whole thing yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. So, okay, so you know the ending and everything, so I don't have to... No, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, it's just like when it first came out, it, had, it was the first of everything. Like, it was a, mm-hmm. for, for that genre, it was like, okay, I'm not used to hearing voices, so now I can, I can, I'm, I'm, I'm drawn in more. Um, yeah. You get to feel, I don't know, man, like you, you become that person when you understand what they're going through and stuff like that. So Titus you know, having dad issues and stuff like that. These bits and pieces that you can always relate to, to any character, to whatever game you're playing, man. Like, mm-hmm. you can relate to something there going on, and that was one that I definitely related to. It may not have been at that moment, but, you know, with him, like, oh, man, I went through that. Yeah. And then, of course, with Yuna, with the girl and all that, it's like, oh, wow, you know, it's just like, damn, girl, you got, <laughs> you know what I mean? You got all, you got the whole world on your shoulders now, man. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh. laughs> yeah, so it's like, let's just make sure and um we get through it and the music of course was crazy this is how much this game means to me it's like to, obviously to make it to number four which is to me is still high it's like i've gone to me and andrew going to the concert you know what i mean here in january oh, that's did he so tell you about sick. that right oh it's probably gonna be awesome. yeah, it's like <laughs> i told him i was like hey buy manny a plane ticket to come down here so we can go to the con- <laughs> he would appreciate this just yeah. as much you know, I was like, dude, I know he would appreciate this. He's like, oh, I'll let him know. And I don't know whatever came about that. Yeah. And then I got like, I have every copy of it. Like, sit, I'm looking at it right now in my room. I have every copy of Final Fantasy X, the PS2, PS3, PS4, the Vita. The, the physical copy version of comes Vita. out soon. <laughs> one, hey, I'll book it that on Andrews. I actually, and... I have the Vita version and the PS3 version, I think. 
Right. Yeah. All right. I got the unopened, all unopened. Oh, nice. Well, I mean, the you've only played one it I, well, too, obviously, so it's not like it's a weird thing. Yeah, the only <laughs> open one I have is the PS2 one, and the. Uh, oh, I have the PS2 the... one also, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. That's that's well, and it. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to big up Final Fantasy X and how impactful that was. So. No, yeah, and that that we'll was crazy that because it was <laughs> it was a launch game or it was very close to it. Mm-hmm. And. That's crazy because you think about what normally launches with consoles now, and it's stuff that's not awesome most of the time. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, that's, that's a that's a super good launch title and very long and a ton of content and stuff like that. And I still mm-hmm. think that some of those PS2 games, the graphical style didn't age well, but I think Final Fantasy X still looks all right, even in the original PS2 version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely something that um somebody could pick up and play uh remaster ps2 i don't know you know what yeah. i mean like i try to but the remastered yeah especially on the one on steam like i said oh i didn't mention i have the steam copy too um oh, yeah with all the <laughs> <laughs> with all the mods and everything they made that game look really good so yeah, yeah i told andrew to play it on uh, steam one day like dude trust me it's a it's up there yeah i gotta get but, back yeah. to doing that playthrough of it <laughs> Mm, you gotta finish it that <laughs> is that's that my whole purpose yeah that's that's why i started the series was i was gonna try to finish all those final fantasies i never finished but i just didn't for whatever reason i don't know man you gotta make it down here in january whatever it takes Dude, this is <laughs> this is gonna be like i i actually when i first went to um just to finish this uh number four off final mm-hmm. fantasy 10 like um we were in atlanta one year and this me and my wife and my brother-in-law was going to a wedding and we were just cruising downtown kind of killing time before I had to go to the wedding. So we went downtown and my brother-in-law was like, Hey, you know, let's stop by and look at the uh, symphony over here just to see what it looks like. And I'm, I was pissed. I'm like, man, hell no, it's traffic out there, downtown Atlanta. I don't want to <laughs> get out. I'm pissed as hell. We stumble across boom, uh, dear friends or distant worlds, Final Fantasy with no, you know, um, Nobuo Imatsu. Uh, He's right there. And I'm like, hold on. I know this dude. Why is everybody cosplaying Final Fantasy right now? What is going on here? You know, like, why? What? what whoa, hold on. What's going on here? You know, I'm, I, I stumbled upon it. Like, we stumbled upon it. And it's like, hey, G, my, my brother in law, uh, Tony, was like, hey, G, man, they got a Final Fantasy concert there. They're talking about $175 a ticket, though. I was like, Psh. Like, screw the wedding that we came to go to in the first place. <laughs> we went straight to the concert. Like, <laughs> we dressed up, went to the wedding. It, the, the The concert started at 7. Hmm. I had to go to work the next day. The wedding was already gone. I went to the wedding for, like, 30 minutes, showed our face. Okay, bye, 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 and went straight to the concert. We went straight to the concert. <laughs> <laughs> I was so wrong. <laughs> I hope this doesn't get out to them. But, yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah. that's how much I love this game, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's crazy. Especially that you just happened upon that. That's like a one in a million chance. I feel like. Mm-hmm. And ironically, my brother-in-law is the one who found it. The found out that of the concert, upcoming concert here in Nashville. So oh, nice. the same guy that stumbled upon it last time going <laughs> to the is the same guy that sent me a text like, "Hey guys, there's a is your you know he's obviously not into gaming, but you know yeah. he says a lot of dis. He's like, "There's a stupid ass concert coming up here in January." You know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you always have those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, man, that's number Uematsu four. is a great composer. He did most of those games, and they, yeah, he's awesome. 
Yeah. Think about it. Come on down, man. You know, you yeah. got you got a place to stay. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Cool. Wow. All right, so that's number four. Mm-hmm. So number three, we're getting up there, uh, nearing the end here. What do you got? What do you got for three? Number three. Ooh. This is supposed to be number one. Interesting. But you know you have those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know you have those lists that change and new games come out here and there that changes your entire perspective on gaming altogether. Yeah. This is one of yeah, this was number one for a very, very long time. Um up until maybe five years ago or something. Hmm. Um but yeah, it was always my number one. My wife would think it was number one because I've always talked about it. My whole family would think it was number one because I have the, this is one that I have the most like, you know, posters in my house and collectible items and Prima games, <laughs> you know, um, multiple copies, you know, um, figurines and everything i am i still am obviously you know what i'm saying it's number three it will always be my favorite uh and that's metal gear solid one nice yeah <clears throat> yeah and you know that usually makes top lists for some people too but uh metal gear solid is the, the reason why i love it so much is how i stumbled upon it myself my brother came home one day and uh you know we we we, could, we grew up poor we really couldn't you know, obtain games. I'd hear from kids in class and stuff what their games is like. And they would always talk about like certain games in school, but they would never mention this one game. And then like my brother came home and said, Hey man, you know, I, I hustled and got got us a PS one from a friend of his or something like that. Cool, you know what I mean? I was like, Oh cool, we got a you know PlayStation One. Yeah. And one of the games he got it was never a game that I never thought of. You know, I was like, ah, oh, damn, man, what the fuck kind of game is this? You know what I mean? I never heard of this <laughs> game before. You know, it's in a, it's in a white box. It's the only thing it's got on the on the case is just the name of the game, like Metal, Metal Gear, Gear Solid. Solid. Yeah, yeah, man, that's it. Tactical espionage action. <laughs> I'm like, man, what? I'm like, what is this? You know, we whipped the game up, and of course, history. That was it. Um, the first time I ever played a stealth game, like the first time that stealth even mattered to me. You know, like, um, I can't just run up in there and have consequences, you know, like, yeah. like wait a minute, the, the alert hasn't gone away yet. What? You know, I'm like, they still looking for me? What? <laughs> and, and of course, that story in the game itself, I've never played, like, that never, Solid Snake is, like, my number one um, video game hero to me, you know what I mean? Like, he's, he's one, you know, that... Uh, that I hold number one, like yo. If I had a, if we if we pick up Smash tomorrow when Ultimate comes out, or whatever, right? I'm going straight to Solid Snake. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's my guy. You know, I have uh, shirts. Solid Snake was was my favorite, or is my favorite. So, yeah. the stealth genre was introduced to me then, um, and it still holds to be the the best one to ever to ever do it. You know, so. So I I have a question. Uh, yeah. Did you ever play the GameCube remake Twin Snakes? I have that too. Okay. Like I said, I have everything. <laughs> how do you, how do you feel about that? Because I know there are a lot of people who really like Metal Gear Solid 1 and played it on PlayStation, and they're not huge fans of Twin Snakes. 
Right. Um, Twin Snakes took a turn with the whole, you know, with the direction of it. Yeah, because it was uh, a, with, in uh, some famous anime director, I don't remember. So right, there was a lot yeah. more anime cutscene action. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I heard, when I first heard about it, um, I think I was still in high school. I was in, I was a sophomore in high school. You know, back then, the only thing we were able to look at was uh, GameTrailers.com or just uh uh, Game Informer magazine. So yeah. when I first seen that they were doing a remake on GameCube, for number one, I questioned why the hell they would do it on the GameCube. GameCube. <laughs> yeah, that's a good fair point. <laughs> right. I didn't care because I had one. I'm like, cool, whatever. Um, and I heard the um, the direction was going to be different. As a fan, like, like a true, true, true fan, mm. in my perspective, right? Sometimes you can just let, let shit slide. Yeah. So... I'm expecting a worse at this time. I'm like, damn, man, it's not even going to be, it's going to be directed differently. You know, I heard all the things like, dude, it's not going to be the same. And this is before the internet was crazy with the forums and people had their voice and shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. YouTube, this is beyond anybody that could ever review or critique it at the time enough to have a voice in it. So when they said that, all I got was just publications telling me this. So everybody's saying, nah, it could be, you know, then you have, it's Konami and them just saying, nah, it's going to be good best metal gear experience ever on <laughs> on the gamecube you know flip the flip the cover he still has the same secret that the same thing the playstation had no i'm like so i didn't i i just well i decided to be open about it man and just go in with it as a as an entirely new game like an entirely new experience oh. with no expectations when you when when you have no expectations you have no disappointment that yeah that's fair and <clears throat> i enjoyed it yeah i so I have never played the original PlayStation 1 version of Metal Gear Solid. I, mm-hmm. When I was growing up, I got an N64 instead of a PlayStation 1, and I mm-hmm. didn't end up playing a lot of PlayStation 1 games until much later. But I, mm-hmm. I, I had a GameCube, and I knew everyone really liked Metal Gear Solid, so Twin Snakes was how I experienced that. And mm, I perfect. don't know how that... I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I probably have a different perspective on what metal gear solid one was like mm-hmm. i think that's, the voice that's really acting. strange no 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 i get it um if you were coming in and your first experience was twin snakes it's an entirely different experience yeah. um because you're it's an action type of feeling with twin snakes to where you're hyped up in the game to where it's like okay yeah it's still a stealth game but your blood pressure's through the roof because you just <laughs> Did some, you just seen Snake do some, and the ninja had a big fight oh, that man, had aerial maneuvers. Yeah, man. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but in but in Metal Gear Solid PS1, it was just, it was none of that. None of that it stuff, was more, yeah. It was just horror. Like, going through the hallway, okay, let's talk about it. This is a, you know, 10 plus, 10 year old plus old game. Yeah. We can talk about it. There's no spoilers in no, this. No, definitely. I mean, mind, if yeah. you don't know what happened to Metal Gear Solid 1 by now, you probably don't care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. You're going through the hallway, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, this ninja is going to destroying all those those genome soldiers. In Twin Snakes, it's a big action scene. Yep. You know what I mean? He's going through, and it's just, but you know, he's going through, slicing them up, kicking them in the air, and he's falling back down. And next, thing you know, they're split in half. <laughs> and then, but in the PS1 version, it's a horror scene. Like all you're hearing is people crying and dying and what is this ghost? This ghost, you feel like, oh shit, what are they talking about? You know, it's a it's it's a horror scene at that time. Like that part in 
PS1 was a horror scene where you don't know what the hell is happening and you're scared. In the GameCube Twin Snakes, it's an action scene. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. <laughs> so just to give you an idea, yeah. But I still enjoyed it, like, definitely. Yeah, and I, I, I mainly asked that question because my brother recently, he's never played any of those games. And mm. he was like, oh, man, we should play through those together. And I think... I would have to have him play Twin Snakes now. Yeah. Just because of how it was more modernized. Like, I mean, it used a lot of the same stuff that MGS2 used then because it came out after MGS2, I think. Uh, Okay. Or right right around that same time. But yeah, I I just wonder. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that is actually Metal Gear Solid 1 is going to be on the PlayStation 1 Classic, though. So they did good there. Good. Good, yeah. good. I, I would, I would not. I would be like, oh man, if y'all didn't do that, then y'all ain't selling shit, man. But yeah, yeah that's that, the, that. Yeah, that was the start yeah, of Kojima's I, I, crazy legacy, man. Mm-hmm. People would say Metal Gear Nintendo did I that guess, with the first yeah. one, but nah, it was Metal Gear Solid PS One that where he got his. That's where he got his shine. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, my wife even played through this game, so I got her to play twin snakes yeah and just like just like how i explained it to you it's two entirely different experiences man mm-hmm. but i couldn't get her even that during that time to go jump on ps1 to play that version because it was so <laughs> dated you know what i'm saying it's yeah. like nah because being able to go first person changed the whole entire um immersion yeah oh yeah definitely <laughs> so yeah that's my number three man like i said you can see why it would be number one for the longest time no yeah i can i can definitely see that i yeah, Metal mm-hmm. Gear Solid, man. Yeah, Andrew guessed that one. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess he lives with you, so he would see all the. No, well, he knows stuff. me too, so okay. I think I told him a long time ago that you know. Plus, he sees my room is like Metal Gear, everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Metal Gear Solid Three is my. Uh, oh, excuse me, Metal Gear Solid is my number three. Yeah. All right, so now we're we're getting right right to the end here. What is your number two? The- the drum roll. Okay, this was <laughs> tough. Um, this game right here was around the same time of Metal Gear Solid, so it is a PS1 game. Okay. Also a game that... Um, actually, you know what? This was my... F- Lunar Silver Star Story number nine. Mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid. And this game was the first three or four... Or one of, you know, one of the first ten games I ever played on PS1. Mm-hmm. So, and of course, that's during that time, that was a graphical like upgrade for me to go from, I think I was playing like, oh Lord, I think I was playing like Super Nintendo at the time. Yeah. Then jump straight to PS1. So, you know, anything that had a story and everything was something I wasn't really used to on the older consoles. But um, this game right here was one of the games that I played on PS1. I know I'm repeating myself, but. It's in also inspired um, me to name my daughter after a character. Oh shit! Game. I was I should have predicted this, man. I should have guessed this one himself. Uh, you already know, and that's yeah. Final Fantasy VIII, man. Yep. This is the, one of the most hated P, uh, Final Fantasy games. For I understand why. See, but... and I, I didn't get that. I didn't end up. 
I played most of the way through eight as I do with all the Final Fantasy games. I did it probably three or four years ago because I had always heard that everyone hated it. And mm-hmm. I I guess I don't get why, because it had a pretty unique battle system. I mm-hmm. mean, I guess I just I really did not like uh, Squall as a character. <laughs> Yeah, because he's kind yeah. of a dick a lot of the time, but yeah. I, I really did like what I played of that. Yeah, I, I, same here. Like, uh, Squall wasn't one of my favorites, but <laughs> Renoa was. Yeah. Renoa yeah, was, was my favorite out of the whole game. Like, I I just really felt her, you know what I mean? Like, I I, was, I loved her as a character, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that... that I don't know when I played through it and just like the music too. Faye Wong's uh song on there, "Eyes on Me." Oh yeah, that's very good. Um, uh, man, yeah. machine gun shit, dude. Those yeah. are all. <laughs> no, the funny thing is, Faye Wong's "Eyes on Me" was a walkout song for my wedding. Oh, that's so... awesome. <laughs> yeah, dude. Final <laughs> Fantasy has been in my life for real. Like, yeah, we played that song as a walkout song for my wedding. My daughter's named after Renoa. My mm-hmm. daughter's name is Renoa. My second daughter is named after another fighting game. I'll tell you uh, a game that I'll tell you later on. Okay. But uh, yeah, dude, like that game was was very captivating for me. The first time I played it was all the way through. It's like, okay, cool. You know, you run through and you're fighting safer. You got two dudes with gunblade. I'm like, oh, okay, a gunblade. That's cool. I ain't never, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I never that, thought about yeah. having a a gunblade. This is awesome. And then like getting two scars from the beginning and the first um. The first, the opening with that Liberty Fatale song. Mm-hmm. That was like the start of it all. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. That song was awesome. And the funny thing is they always start off that song for every Final Fantasy concert. So when the first time I went to the concert, I was damn near in tears, man. I'm like, oh, no way. <laughs> you know, but, so, but it, I went with like my wife and my brother-in-law. So they wouldn't really understand why I felt so like, you know, emotional at the time. But I didn't try. I, I, I think I didn't cry just because they were there. I didn't want to look like a punk. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying you're a punk for crying, but yeah, I guarantee yeah. you, me and me and Andrew is probably going to shed some tears here. Most at the, likely, the concert yeah. Coming up. And maybe Manny too, if he if he want to come down, you know. What I'm <laughs> but uh, yeah, everything from the like you said, the the gameplay change up, and I played seven too. You got to understand, I did play seven. So yeah, seven was cool. And I think that and one of the reasons <laughs> that people didn't end up liking eight was because seven changed everything. It was the first fully three D. I mean, I guess three D. The polygons and that did not age well at all, but. Yes, sir. It was it was the first one like that, and I think people were. I guess I don't really know what people were looking for, but eight did not seem to meet what most people wanted. I guess I mm-hmm. I don't get that because every Final Fantasy game, even up to that point, had been a different setting with different characters, different messages. So it just seems strange right. that there's all kinds of weird hatred around eight to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I played through seven before i played through eight and i yeah. actually one of maybe one of a million that'll say that i like eight better than i like seven like just i don't know what it was man i think renoa as a character i was just more drawn into renoa's character yeah um it wasn't like a what do you call that like a character crush or nothing like that it's just <laughs> it, she didn't even she didn't even have to say much it's just i don't know you know you just connect 
mm-hmm. with characters in game. Like some people connect with uh, Master Chief for some reason. I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't get. It. <laughs> I mean, but I'm not gonna judge who you connect your characters yeah, with. Yeah. You know, it's like you connect with uh, with Kratos. I'm like, okay. <laughs> wow <laughs> you know what I'm saying? you don't go around doing that how do you, you know but i'm not gonna I'm not hit a judge it's just with renoa i thought she was a good character yeah. her being uh the rebel going through and they're what they're trying to do and um squall's character kind of enhanced hers like it made her you know the whole ballroom waltz scene was really cool yeah that that stuff is pretty good i think the know, game like, story goes some wild places they go to space and all kinds of crazy stuff yeah like <laughs> ragnarok I'm like really yeah it was it was crazy like you know you thought seven was crazy with the whole like you know soldier story with sephiroth being you know in in genova but then you get into eight you're going to space then you're going in time then you you're they got laguna yeah, like, all minute, of what? that stuff just there's a lot going on in eight. <laughs> okay, do you remember much of eight? Do you remember that? Um, okay, the funny thing is, I heard that their name was not supposed to be Renoa. This really? wasn't really confirmed, yeah, but it was, but it wasn't. It was mentioned that in Japan they had mentioned that her name was supposed to have been Lenore, huh? But before it got to us it was renoa but i don't know what happened there yeah i know you got to look into that it's pretty crazy yeah. now before during the game you you get into laguna's story where he goes into the bar and he meets this girl <clears throat> um that ends up being you know the mother of it but there was another character in there named um rain there was a uh, that was going to either be the name of my daughter too so. oh okay <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know, but it's just little things like that that I remember about the game of the backstory of each character. It's like, wow, you know, she was. Um, it was pretty crazy, man. Yeah, I, uh, I missed that game. I need to play it again. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I eight was robbed in the one of the most recent Nintendo directs. They announced they were bringing all those Final Fantasy games to the Switch, and they were like mm. seven. Nine, ten, Nine. <laughs> twelve, and I was like, "What the fuck? You guys never yeah. re-release eight. Yeah, eight don't get no shine, man. That's so weird because it's not like I, I, I don't know. It's around that same time people would still buy that. I just don't get why that was left out too. It's strange. Do you think it's because like they didn't really have a a like a really crazy bad guy? You know, like a really crazy. Cause you know how in Final Fantasy X you had Sin, like, yeah, you Sin, had Sin was... but I mean, like I, I guess Ultimisha or whatever her name is, like she, right. it has a villain that is, and they still put all those characters and all the crossovers, like uh, Leon mm-hmm. is in Kingdom Hearts and stuff like that, and so are some of the other characters from that. Selfie, I think, is in Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. too. Uh, yeah. So it's like, not that they forget about those characters. It's just they just shaft the game itself, and I don't, I don't really know why. Yeah, that's that's one thing. It's like, why, why, like, why did Josh have to say, like, what is it, like, okay, you had Sephiroth was a bad guy that was a memorable one. Nobody remembers Ultimisha though. You know what I mean? Like no. nobody remembers. So is that the reason why? Maybe because plus, then not many people like Squall either. Yeah, so maybe, like, but eh. I mean, like. In nine, I guess Kuja's not <laughs> the most memorable <laughs> bad guy either, right? So it's just, it's it's very yeah. strange. And I 
I will have to finish eight at some point too, as with all the others, but right, right. Mm. Nah, eight was uh number two for for many, many reasons. I think it was also the reason why I enjoyed it so much because I think myself, I was going through kind of like identity like identity crisis myself where I was questioning what I wanted to do and like squall just kind of made me into what I did not want to be. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I still like him. Don't get me wrong. It's like, yeah, man, it's a dick, man. Damn, you know, I'm, I'm playing as this dude this whole time, man. What the fuck? Yeah. And Renoa was that light, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Ironically, my daughter has that same energy, like, very, you know, just just out there like that. Not in a bad way. It's just, <laughs> no, she yeah, has a lot of, you seen her. She has a lot of energy. She has a lot of energy. Yeah. She. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two down. Number All right, one. so I, man, I can't even think of what this would be because you said it was originally going to be Metal Gear Solid. And mm-hmm. I guess I don't really know what would dethrone that. Um, Statistically, and a lot of my games I pick would not normally make a top 10 list anyway, so it's kind of funny that, you know what I mean? So obviously this one may, oh, actually this one might. Huh. But um, <clears throat> this one was it was hard because number one, two, and three it could have been either one, one, two, and three of my list. Final Fantasy seven, or excuse me, eight could have been number one. Metal Ser- Metal Gear could have been number one. This yeah. game could have been number one. It could have just. I ran back and forth with this honestly, Manny, until <laughs> until <laughs> yeah, until Andrew was like, "Hey, man, are you ready to do it?" And I'm like, "Oh shit, I was mixing it up before you even called." I'm like, "Man." You, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, this one here, and let me give you the backstory behind it. Um, okay. of course, I got, I got to give you the backstory behind all of these because <laughs> it would make see why I picked it for these reasons. All right, so I got a PS. I'm a, and I usually give it away too, right? <laughs> you know, it's like a yeah. Like no, a hey, that's tease. cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is on um uh, when I first bought the PS3 Slim. Mm-hmm. and uh i was running out of games to play and i was like man i don't know about this one because this developer had made many great games already and this one was kind of like a spin-off like okay you guys are good at making this game why the hell did you decide to do this game like it's a whole new ip so i'm like man wait a minute you know what i mean like you guys were getting hella scores on this um this these games here and all of a sudden you bring out this why you know what i mean so i'm like okay fine whatever and i never try to read reviews before the game comes out or even after i I like to experience every game long before i'd buy it and if i bought a piece of shit hey i bought a piece of shit i fucked up (laughs) no i can't do that no more man money's tight yeah so But yeah, I bought this one. I actually bought it digitally on uh, when PSN finally decided to do digital downloads. Never played it. Okay, on PS3, never played it. And then they releases it on PS4. I'm like, and all right, updated graphics. Why not? I'll just buy it. It's twenty bucks. Even though I never played it on PS3, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I fired it up, and I just I was blown away. Like I was straight blown away by how. From beginning to the end, and you know me, you can in everything I told you so far, Manny, you can see why I chose this game and what role I played in this game and how I and why I picked it. And um it's 
The Last of Us and Left Behind. Oh, damn, man. I should have yeah. seen that. And for sure, I... <laughs> I, yeah, I having think a daughter. about that all the time. <laughs> I still... I think about the ending of that game. And man, oh, yeah. And yeah, you're a father, so you probably felt that ending a lot more than I did. Mm. And that's still... Whew. Oh, go- I felt it at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I felt it at the beginning. That game, you're right. Like, I'm getting, like, honestly, like, getting chills right now talking to you, talking about this game. Like, because if I put myself, this is long after my daughter was born, too. So it was like, I never played. Remember, I didn't play the game. I bought it before she was born. But I didn't play it until after she was born. Yeah. So have, we're having those, you know, father adrenalines going and then playing that game. It was just like, dude. You know, and mm-hmm. so you've 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 played and beaten it. Yeah, for yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So you already know that game right there was it kept you going the whole time from Ellie's dialogue, because it would remind me of me and my daughter's battles. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the arguments and the, how much we have each other's back. And like, man, I related to every single part of that. You know, obviously, other than post-apocalypse and <laughs> and kill, killing you know. the sweet mushroom zombies, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, from teaching Ellie how to shoot a gun, from me teaching my daughter how to do certain things was so entirely relatable, man. And, like, it's a personal experience, you know what I mean? It's all, it was my personal experience of a video game. Nobody can see it the way I see it, obviously. So everybody yeah. sees the game different. Um, so it's an action game, whatever. So, um, and then playing Left Behind, too, the DLC behind it, that was, that was pretty crazy. And But I only played that game once. Same. I, I did it. not play through it a second time. I just played it the one time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I would be able to play it again, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I just remember I seeing the ending and setting the controller down and being legitimately in shock. <laughs> yeah. Just like in awe of what the ending was and that they actually wrote it that way. Um, that was amazing. Yeah. Because the buildup for it was so, so like, oh my god, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? You know? Yeah, I put the, I did like you did. I put the controller down, face wide open. <laughs> I didn't even like. There's that one little piece of the end where you had to still walk through the woods as you talked about it. I think oh, like, oh yeah, I, it was it was so hard for me to do that. I'm like, oh, and then it just jumped straight to the credits. I'm like. <gasps> <laughs> you know, I yeah. took a deep breath, like, oh, my God. Yeah, because, like, you know, of course, I, I love post-apocalyptic games. And um, I say I love, but none of them made the top 10 other than The Last of Us. <laughs> but, yeah, just, like, the whole, you know, then you lose characters along the way and, you know, you lose everything. But just the connection between the two and what you had to go through, the cannibals and, you know. Oh, man, yeah the the whole surviving aspect of it. it was just you and her it was a connection that really brought that i can honestly relate to that uh was enough to take out any other that i can relate to that game and those characters more than any other game i've ever had in my life like wow just simply because of my daughter you know it, that's what it was what it was <laughs> i'm not gonna name her ellie or nothing but <laughs> <laughs> uh 
it's weird i remember matt asking me if he should play the last of us and i was like yeah Mm -hmm. totally it's pretty cheap on ps4 and if you hadn't played it before do it and then Mm -hmm. he ended up buying it and i think he basically played it straight through (laughs) Mm-hmm. until he was done it was either like in one sitting or two sittings and he he mm-hmm. also really enjoyed it but i yeah Dude. i remember i remember picking that up at the midnight release and thinking that i wasn't really gonna like it because i'm not super crazy about zombie type things and stuff like that but right i i had faith that after doing uncharted naughty dog would do something cool with this and they that game blew away the expectations I personally had for it. Exactly. So I'm used to playing Uncharted, and then you talk about The Last of Us. I'm like, where the fuck did you guys come up with this? You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, really? So that's what I meant. Like, you know, I'm so used to playing Uncharted and being so good. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Boom. And then you got Last of Us. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. But I tried they... it out anyways. Now I like it more. And you notice Uncharted didn't make it on my list. So yeah. They, they, <laughs> They went through a trajectory, man. Jack and Daxter to Uncharted to The Last of Us. Like, that's something. Are are you excited about The Last of Us 2? Yes. Yeah, you already know, man. Like, I actually haven't watched... I watched one trailer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because uh, before it releases, I'm going to catch up and watch them all. I hate being teased like that. Yeah. Um. So get a release date for it then i'll catch up so the build-up is heavy mm-hmm. then i'll play it because i don't <laughs> want to be built up now keep watching the trailer to where it you know kills the kills it for me at the end i like to be surprised and lock myself in the room and you know with that one after my kids go to sleep and then then and get it yeah that one yeah. are you too. you're pretty I'm excited to, yeah i'm pretty excited i'm gonna have to lock myself in a room and just not even look at the internet until i beat it because that's the kind of <laughs> thing i just do not want to be spoiled on at all Mm-mm. That's i'm gonna play it in experience yeah yeah hopefully it'll um come out before the year's over i mean they I, from what i from that one trailer it doesn't really give me the one i saw didn't really give me too much other than what i saw what ellie looks like but i kind of have an idea of how the story is going to go, especially with the way it left off. Oh, so you only saw that one original trailer where it's her in the house and Joel is there or whatever? Yeah, that one. And I think somebody was getting tied up and beat up the Chinese or like the Asian. And then uh, somebody comes through and kills him. I don't. And then uh, the Ellie was, yes, I'm going to go kill them all. And that was it. Okay. So Okay, so there there was a very long extended uh, look at it at the last mm-hmm. E three, so I, mm-hmm. I won't I won't spoil anything that happened there. If no, I already heard about that one. Oh, I just okay. haven't seen it. Yeah, it, it I mean it makes me very excited. The facial animation, every everything about that was on point. So, right, yeah, man, that that game, like I felt chills playing it, dude. It's like. Cause the only time that that I've never, I'm running through Joel, but I'm running through it as me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm putting myself in a situation, and Ellie's my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've never put myself in that type of game like from, like that before. So, where I just really thought it was me. <laughs> <laughs> because everything was so relatable. So yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. That's that's my top ten, man. That you know, is. Uh... I <laughs> I guess I don't really know what I expected. More fighting games, I guess. But yeah, uh, yeah. You have very similar tastes to me in terms of wanting story to take a large role, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Cause yeah, I, I can't stand it now. If I'm playing a game and the story just doesn't grab me, that's usually what keeps me going. Exactly. Yeah. I haven't finished a lot of games simply because, because of that right there. Like, um, Oh my gosh. I haven't even finished Final Fantasy 15, honestly. Oh, boy. Like, I haven't well, finished 15. there's a good reason if you're way into story that you would <laughs> <laughs> cut that right. one. Oh, boy. I did finish that one. That's, oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ask, ask Nukio how I feel about Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> yeah. All right, I will. Fuck, man. Yeah, he already told me how you feel about Steelbooks. That's like, oh, oh really? yeah. I'm not a fan of Steelbooks, but that's you know that's my own thing yeah yeah absolutely (laughs) man but uh yeah i mean no everybody would have expected multiplayer games street fighter fighting games specifically like my my family would probably expect fighting games like you know like my cousins and stuff that actually go through and see me play my online history you look through my playstation history like activity is most hours i've ever put in is street fighter 5 street fighter 4 dragon ball so caliber attacking and all that mm-hmm. but yeah the most that's left the most mark is the top 10 i just gave you then firewatch dude you have to play firewatch, yeah i gotta man. i gotta do it <laughs> cool man yeah i thank you so much for doing this i i don't know what it is i had this idea to do this podcast because i for <laughs> some reason i find it fascinating to listen to people talk about the 10 games that they're super passionate about because Mm -hmm. everybody comes to it from a different angle and it's it's always super interesting to hear yeah absolutely um i was explaining this to to one of my other friends he's interested as well if you want somebody random not really random but like you know it's it's all network right so i was like hey man it's it's a guy that uh Andrew knows him too. He actually sold a bunch of uh, stuff to Andrew to his PC. I think it's on Justin's PC now, but oh yeah, I'm not sure. Is this graphics card? But it came from this guy. But um, he's a heavy gamer too. Uh, more of a yeah. PC gamer guy, and uh-huh. kind of comes from my era. So maybe, like I said, if he said he's interested, if you would have him, yeah, I for sure. <laughs> I have. Well, the. I have someone lined up, but I have to really push him to actually finish his list (laughs) (laughs) because I, no rush, man with him. I worked through like seven and then I think I'll really have to push him to get the uh, the remaining three on that list. But no, yeah, I, I would be willing to talk to anybody about this. I, I really like doing this. So yeah yeah it's, it's even cooler because you think like it's you kind of know me so it's like oh man yeah. to be surprised yeah. you know <laughs> and no, i yeah, didn't do no, it I, to surprise you now, this is my legit list <laughs> yeah i i think that's what i'm looking for the most with this now is to just hear from a bunch of different people and be surprised because with my brother nukio and matt like i kind of knew what i was getting there <laughs> Yeah, the person I live with and the people that I saw almost every day for years and years. So, 
Yeah, I was listening to uh, Matt's the other day, and to hear him say NHL 11, I'm like, what? Hell yeah, man. Man loves hockey. <laughs> I did not know that. Well, see, I guess I didn't know that. So I'm, I'm yeah. thinking, like, you know, he was, uh, was, was, his list was pretty interesting as well. I was like, man, yeah. you got a hell of a thing going on there, Manny. Yeah, no, you know, I, I, I you, love man. doing this. So. Absolutely. All right, man. Cool, man. Well, Thanks I'll for having you, me, though. Yeah, I'll let you take off. Go uh, play some Daisy or go to the gym, whatever you're going to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go. Go to go today. Uh, I'm gonna go to the gym afterwards, and like I said, I'm gonna crank some of the um, the uh, pass tapes as uh, <laughs> as my something to listen to. Man, it actually just takes you to a whole different world when you listen to that. So you realize that you didn't walk like six miles. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, hopefully, we'll uh, game sometime soon. Okay. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks for thanks for coming on. No doubt. And uh, let me know when you have an, another availability and I'll see if my friend would. Uh, well, you want me to get his list going first or? Yeah, if you want to have him make a list and then when he's ready, let me know and I'll let you know when I'm cool. free to do it. No problem. We'll charge him too, man. Get you some money donated <laughs> yeah. to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. Have a good night. Yeah. Have a good one. Peace out, Gary. All right. Take care, man. Bye.